Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe Podcast, I'm going to be talking about working through obstacles such as an injury, jobs, or new jobs, or jobs that you have to work a lot at, sickness, family, kids, etc. So we're going to talk about how you can put some strategies in place to be successful at being healthy and have high level fitness and eat well with these other things that come into play. Um, It's just life, right? It is life and it's all things that we go through. And I thought it was really fitting to put this podcast into play right now because I am dealing with an injury myself where uh, I can hardly move my neck, but I'm having to continue moving forward even though I'm not feeling great. I can't move my neck. I could hardly sleep last night because even if I swallowed, it was activating some muscles in my trap that made me not be able to fall asleep. So we're going to get into some of these things and I'm going to talk to you about how I'm dealing with this particular injury and also other things uh, that come into play that can be thought of as setbacks or, you know, I'm going to tell you about how you can, you know, treat them as opportunities. So we'll get into talking about that. And as you can see, I've got my Meta shirt on today. So if you guys don't know what Meta is, it's a drink company that sells a drink that has adaptogenic herbs in it. So adaptogenic herbs are great for somebody that is a hard charger that has quite a bit of stress in their life. And it could be good stress or bad stress. Just somebody that really plays hard. I would recommend Meta for them. And I've been drinking Meta for, gosh, almost, I think it's almost a year now. It's becoming it's become quite a while and I have it pretty much every day except when I can't travel with a can with me and I don't like to check bags. So actually I had some of it shipped to Hawaii when I was there so I could get some my hands on some of this meta. It's just really good for people that need to um, either level out or ramp up. Um, and it's cool because you can have meta in, instead of caffeine and it can still give you that elevated feeling. So it's really good stuff. You can actually try meta by going to drinkmeta.com. And if you use the code all around Joe, you can get yourself a discount. I've had people that I've introduced it to that have been taking it ever since I introduced it to them. So if you ever feel like you get burnt out um, or burnt out on caffeine or anything like that, you're a hard charger and know that you're eventually going to burn that wick down to the end, check out drinkmeta.com. It's a great product. Lastly, this podcast is brought to you by the Get Better Project. The Get Better Project is my online at-home training program that you can do full workouts every single day with just a couple dumbbells or no weight at all. And I've started publishing videos to basically coach you through every single one of the bodyweight workouts. So when you go to the workout, you can click on this video, pop up YouTube, and you'll see me explaining what we're doing that day, the movements, how you can either modify them or actually do them so that you can excel at the workout, the intention of the workout, all that fun stuff. So I figured out how to do that in my crazy lifestyle of living in a van, and I've been giving it all to the Get Better Project. So if that sounds interesting to you, head over to getbetterproject.com slash getbetter. And we also just started a new program where you only have to pay $5 a week to get everything at the Get Better Project, including full access to me, questions, nonstop if you want to. I'd love to answer your questions for you. And the only key or trick or uh, 
thing catch, there you go, catch is that if you don't do a workout that week, then you get an invoice for five bucks. So you basically put your money where your mouth is and we don't want to charge you at all. We actually want to give you this huge discount so you get you know, $20 a month for the Get Better Project, everything in there. And obviously we're going to make exceptions for like if you're you know, not feeling well or whatnot, we're not going to go ahead and charge you. And this is not about us making money off of you not working out. This is about you getting a little bit of extra motivation for the new year so that you can propel yourself to a new level of fitness and have a high level coach for a very affordable $20 a month. So head over to the Get Better Project right now, um, getbetterproject.com slash getbetter and get signed up for either one of those programs that we have. Uh, They're both the same program, they're just different pay scales and we'd love to have you in there. If you have any questions at all, hit me up, joe at thegetbetterproject.com. I'd be happy to answer those questions for you. All right, let's get into this. Working through setbacks, injuries, job sickness, et cetera. Uh, Like I mentioned, I woke up the other day with a little bit of tightness in my neck and then we were going snowboarding and I knew that it might potentially be an issue, especially when you're looking down the hill and I can hardly turn my head to the left there to look down the hill where I'm going to be going and it was a pretty icy day out there. So it was really important that you see where you're going and you are able to adjust on the fly fly so you don't end up on your butt or on your face or whatnot. After the first run, my neck just got tighter and it's like my trap from like the bottom of my skull actually filled up to the top of my skull at some point all the way down to the middle of my back and then all the way out to my shoulder. So it's that trap is just totally pissed off. And I don't really know why I don't didn't really sleep bad on it. Um, just woke up and then went snowboarding and actually only went a few times down the hill because just looking down the hill really ag- aggravated it. And then I had to go sit in the lodge for the rest of the day and just kind of try and stretch it out. So what I've been dealing with the last few days, especially when we have a 25 burpee per day challenge going on is I don't want to necessarily just not do anything. I want to figure out how to do the things that I can do that are not going to aggravate this particular situation. For me, something that I've figured out is that I, it's not that zero movement is the right way to go. That actually tightens it up. So I need to continue moving around and figure out the muscles that I should be activating that will actually release the tight muscles. So there's something something called reciprocal inhibition that you can try and do. Whereas if where like, for example, something that's really easy to understand is if your quad muscle is tight, if you activate your hamstring muscle by pulling your heel towards your butt actively, so not just pulling your heel towards your butt with your hand, but actively having your hamstring do it, is sending a signal to your quad to relax. So if you've ever had a cramp before, like your calf cramps up, and when you point your toe, if you point your, when you point your toe down, if you point your toe up doing the opposite thing, that's causing that muscle to get the, the signal of reciprocal inhibition and you are having relaxation. So for me, I've, you know, I'm trying to figure out what those particular signals are that I can figure out. And I was able to get my burpees done just barely at about 10 p.m. last night by loosening it up and then doing some really slow step down, step up burpees. But then today, I, I was hoping that I would sleep it off last night and it would be fine, but it was really painful. Lots of sharp pain in the middle of the night with minimal movement. So you're trying to lay there and then you fall asleep and you accidentally move and then you wake up because you get a sharp shooting pain in your trap. So not ideal, but then I did some physical therapy this morning just with some light band work, which is fantastic. We're going to talk more about that later. Um, 
But then from there, I was able to loosen it up enough to knock out 50 burpees regular style, not even having to step down. So loosening it up, it seems to be the good thing, get more blood flow in there. And I'm looking for particular things that I can do that are not going to aggravate it. So I'll be doing a full workout today. Maybe it will end up just being uh, lunges and squats, or maybe I'll load up one side of my body, right? I'll put a dumbbell on my right arm because that side is not being bothered. And then I'll go ahead and do a bunch of lunges or maybe some front squats or something like that that will be a modified version of the Get Better Project workout and still get me a great workout. So I don't have to... I can actually accelerate my growth from doing a single arm thing or working on my legs extra where my trap is not feeling all that great. So you just have to look at what you can put together. It's like doing um, not necessarily a puzzle, but like you're, you're, you're trying to work around a particular problem. It's like a stream when a dam goes up. You don't just need to push over it. You find a new way around and, and, and that new way might actually help you out. It might actually end up being better in the long run. So I know a lot of people that will get injured and they'll just stop doing stuff. And I think that that is the wrong way of thinking about it. You have to think about what can I work on now that I am injured that will actually help me out for when I'm not injured. I remember I had a really bad back injury at one time, but I figured out that I, there were several things that I could do. I, I couldn't deadlift at all, but I could like pin myself against a bench and I could do rows, I could do presses, I could even do some squatting type stuff like leg press type stuff. So I got really good at those things and then it actually ended up helping me out, getting me stronger in the end. So just think about what you can do if you're feeling like something isn't necessarily um, feeling great or you hurt yourself. And if you have any questions, let me know. I'm happy to answer those questions. I think this is a really interesting puzzle to try and figure out. Just don't stop because you don't want to you don't want to set a new routine in place for your fitness routine. You want to continue going to the gym or working out at home or whatever you're doing so that you keep that habit there, keeping it really strong, even if you're doing things that aren't exactly like you'd want to be doing them. All right. So Next up, we have what happens if you get a new job or your job ramps up or it's the holiday season, you've got to do a whole bunch of stuff and you know it becomes uh, your priorities get screwed up and you don't necessarily um, have a hard enough or solid enough habit to make yourself work out no matter what and that have that be a priority. Well, first of all, you need to make it a priority even if it's only a five-minute type of session or um, something that's very short because you have so many other things going on. So small sessions are the key in this case. And like I mentioned, it's all about creating these habits so that you are the type of person that gets it done no matter what. It's like you're the type of person that goes to work no matter what, right? So you should also have that be just as important for your health and your fitness to be working out even if it's only five or 10 minutes uh, or 20 minutes a day, whatever it may be. And some things that you can do, and like what I just did was you can carry some of these little bands around with you. You can get bands for 15 bucks on Amazon or 15 or 20 bucks and they you know, can pin them into a door. You can wrap them around a couch. You can you know, use them uh, off of your car, off your hit track. I've done that before. And it's just a great way of being able to do a quick workout that will really dig home or dig into that habit that you've created that you are creating and it will actually help you out it you know even if you are to stimulate your body a very small amount in like five minutes if you do it um 
without just going through the motions, meaning that like you actually, you know, spend five minutes doing some hard rows or some lunges, some hard rows, some push-ups, something like that in five minutes, you can do that really quickly. You can get a good workout way better than you would even imagine. And you're hammering home that habit. So when you do have the extra amount of time, you can really build off of what you've already done. And, and I'll put a link to the bands that I've used. I have a couple different kinds. I have the, the round ones that are connected. Um, and I have the, uh, ones with handles that you can get on, on ro- or on Amazon and just put be- under a door. I keep all of them and they're not, they're so cheap and they're so effective because you can get different weights of them. They are awesome. Okay. So the key, if you have a job is to put in these small sessions. So you have these bands with you, whether in your car, in your office, at your home, in your living room, so that you just have them in some place that you're going to be able to see them and put them into play immediately when you have that amount of time. Family relationships. Make an activity family affair. So if you if you can, the idea is that you get everybody involved and that's going to make the habit really beneficial for all people. So whether that be going skiing together, whether that means working outside together, whether that means going for a walk together, you put these things into play if you can. And I understand that some cases that's not going to happen. You have a family member or a relationship and they just don't want to do it. And that's fine. But then you have to just be really good at communicating. So communication then becomes the key. And if you communicate really well up front by making it sound like the reason that you are taking time to go work out is because you want to give it back to them. So you're doing it because you it will help you to give your best self, your best mood, your best behavior, your most energy back to them they really can't say, no, I don't want you to give your best self to me, right? So you have to place it in those terms so that you can buy yourself time in order to go and do these things. And don't abuse it. Actually, you know, say I'm going to be gone for 30 minutes and you go to the garage or you go to the gym or whatnot, or, you know, if you have to drive to the gym, it's probably going to be longer than 30 minutes, but you need to really communicate well and that will take care of any of the hard feelings that you may have towards other these family members that are not necessarily on the same page with you and wanting to work out. But it's just the communication. Make sure you do that up front and if you have any issues with that, uh, let me know and I can put in some words of wisdom on how you can actually you know, maneuver with that, within that situation to make the best possible outcome. All right. Kids, kids are great. And I've seen people go both ways with this. Actually, more often you see people that stop working out and they say, well, my kids need all this attention. But I've seen way too many people that have done it successfully all around me many times. So you can do that too. You just have to decide what you're going to do. Even if you have an extremely fussy, hard to deal with child or many of them, you can definitely make this happen. You don't have to have time away from them to make it happen. For example, if you have a child that you cannot set down, you need to get really good at doing squats or lunges with your child in your arms. You can get so creative. You should also get in the habit of if you're holding the baby, that is going to be something that's weighted. So you're walking around with weights all the time. Go for walks with the baby. It's going to be great for them. It's going to be great for you. Um, and then you won't need to change arms. Okay. So don't get in the habit of setting your baby on the hip, on the same hip every time. I understand if you need to use that, that is fine, but switch, 
switch sides so that you're not creating this really bad imbalance with your muscles and your skeletal structure that you're going to have to pay for later, all right, or reset later. So if you can make it an activity for your kids, if they're old enough to get involved with doing things like, you know, there are kids in our family that, you know, you get them going on burpees, it's like, hey, we're going to do, do burpees really quick. And then you can knock out burpees and they'll knock them out with you or push-ups or whatnot. Or, you know, just the other day I was doing push-ups and I had, you know, a four-year-old on my back and she thought that was fantastic. And it gave me extra weight and resistance to do push-ups. And I actually got a really good push-up workout because she thought it was fantastic to be hanging on my back as I was doing push-ups. So you have all of these things that you can put into place. And it's really about you and not making excuses for certain situations, you know, hold on to your baby and do lunges down the street in the living room, in the parking lot, whatever it may be, be that person. And there's enough people out there that are going to root you on rather than thinking that you're strange. So if you need ideas, let me know. I'm also here for those. Just shoot me an email or put them in the show notes. The show notes on this one are allaroundjoe.com slash 229. So just know that there are people out there that are doing these things. And even if you don't want to take my word for it, go ahead and follow like the hashtag CrossFit Kids on Instagram and see what's happening with all of these parents that are doing amazing things with their children and not having to set themselves back because you know it's easy or because you just want to have an excuse they don't make excuses they get it done and you should be doing that as well that's what i'm going to talk about today is sickness now i understand that there are some terrible sicknesses that we have that we can get hit with and it's never any fun so i'm just kind of broadly stroking this idea of sickness from like if it's something small, you know, like a cold, you can decide whether or not you should continue working out or not. I usually tend to just take the intensity down, but continue to make the habit by going to the gym or doing the workout, even though I'm not feeling so well. A lot of times the blood flow can really help you with getting rid of the sickness faster. If you're really sick, you maybe shouldn't do that. So you have to decide what's best for you at your particular time in the sickness and it can go either way. So that's kind of touch and go. If you have something that's more a more advanced sickness, what I would recommend is figuring out what other people have done, right? So if go and find if you want to continue pushing through and fighting and making your body as strong and uh, resilient as possible, even though you have some sort of sickness or disease, um, figure out what other people have done that have something similar and go down that path. And if your doctor does not tell you what you want to hear, get other opinions. Just And if, you know, 10 doctors tell you the exact same thing and it's still not what you want to hear, then maybe you should listen to them. But just know that, you know, you always have other opinions and a single doctor is not the end-all be-all. Their job is to tell you what they think and they do so in a very authoritative way. So don't think that that is the end all be all though. Go get other opinions if they don't tell you what you'd like to, to hear. So there's all kinds of different information out there. And I would highly recommend that you get, you know, multiple sources of advice and talk to multiple people that are in your same situation and know that you can reach out to people. I know a lot of times people feel like they get into a bubble and they, you know, they're alone and by themselves and nobody can relate to them, but that's not the truth at all. In most cases, you can find people, especially in this digital age, it's so easy to go and figure out who you can talk to that's been where you are and that wants to do what you want to do. So go figure it out and push the limits and do these things and don't let them be as 
big a setback as most people think that they are. You know, you can go and do things that you probably can't even imagine. Just find the people that have done it, learn from them, have them be your mentors in any situation, you know, whether it's a setback or something that you want to excel forward in. So whether it's, you know, injuries, a new job, a job that's accelerating in speed and, and hours needed, families, relationships, kids, or sicknesses, try to focus on what you can in order to keep moving forward, even though it's really hard with that thing that's right in your way. Do this, highly recommend it. You know, like I said, I'm working through an injury right now and focusing on what I can improve on. And I'm here for you. If you need anything at all, I would be happy to help you out. Whether you want to put those comments or questions in the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 229, or you just want to shoot me an email at joe at allaroundjoe.com. I'm here. I can help you out if, if you need it. So hit me up. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Make sure that if you're a hard charger, you check out drinkmeta.com using the code allaroundjoe. And if you want to get a good workout program started, hiring me as your coach, you can do so for only $5 a week over at getbetterproject.com. And uh, I'd love to have you. If you have any questions at all about any of the stuff that we've talked about, you know where to put those questions. Uh, if you like this podcast, make sure that you subscribe. Make sure that you, uh, oh, no, make sure. But if you would be so helpful, give me a review. Every five-star review I get helps me to get my podcast out to more people. And we're still striving for that 100 review mark. I need to actually go and check and see how many reviews we're at. I think we've got to be getting pretty darn close there. Um, but we appreciate every single review that we get. So thank you so much for doing that. And if you're watching this on YouTube, a thumbs up would be awesome like, thumbs up, whatever. Wherever you're watching this, we really appreciate it. All right, guys. The All Around Your Podcast, where we optimize your human performance for my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement.